it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Listen, we were talking yeah, about cover versions of songs last yeah. week, right? And Hold on, I let's just to... stop real fast. I keep hearing an echo. Is it you, Yeti? No, I just heard it for the first time, like, just a second ago. Dad, you have your headphones plugged in? Uh, oh. My headphones are plugged in. Dad, Man, I just checked unplug them. your headphones from your ear and see if you can still hear me. Unplug your headphones from your ear. You still hear me, Dad? Yes. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> God damn it. We have our cold open. We have our cold open again. Yeah, what am I supposed to be doing? What I hear I an echo. To... I've heard an echo the entire episode. What, select, what do you want me to do? Select your headphones at the bottom left of the Zoom like we've done 50 <laughs> times over Zoom. Select speakers. This is the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. Dad, even though we just had a whole pre-show meeting, I would like to just derail you so we don't get to a single thing you just listed. <laughs> okay. And I don't have anything planned. Really? So that's that's a bad start to, to my derailment. Chris but is lying in wait. Just, but just know that I'm intent. Like you just went over. We had like you're doing this annoying thing now, where you want to have a mid show, midweek meeting, where we just get Thank on the you. phone and you tell us that you're gonna have three dad jokes. Right. Like that's really what the meeting is. Is hey guys, I'll have dad jokes and three facts, Steve, and ja- uh, Jack. <laughs> and it's just you've done it. And then we get on the Zoom to do the show, and you repeat again those same topics, kind of making the redundant the meeting that we had midweek. So he I just, just wants a three way with his son. That's all. That's right. Exactly. Just, so just so you know, because I'm a no, it's the Levitard show in me. I just want to turn the mics on and just not really plan out everything we're going to talk about. Oh, fine. So just so you know, while you get to your topics this episode, I plan to derail you. Okay. Well, <laughs> what are you going to derail me with? I like a lot of ice in my beverage. Great. I like to over ice. Why? I rarely like ice at all. Oh. You, um, you see, go. I'm a normal person. I like the the right amount of ice, neither too much nor too little. I like a perfect amount of ice. I just like, especially if it's something I can get a free refill on, I'm going to fill that cup up with ice, have so little soda that I have to go up to the thing four different times and everyone in the restaurant thinks I'm like this sugar fiend person that like <laughs> is drinking way too much soda. But in fact, I'm drinking far less soda than anybody else. I'm just doing it very inefficiently. Yeah, and very cool. You like your cold drinks cold i just like the worst thing that you can give me is like an iced tea or some cold beverage from like a starbucks or a duncan and like i shake it and i like hear the melted ice and you can like hear that there's no ice in there i'll, I'll swing back around and just be like i'll take like a few sips i'll be like lather that boy up let's go give me another thing of ice <laughs> dang oh, wow yeah no i i, I have to have a straw with it because I, I have this thing where i, I drink like a four-year-old and a Ice gets in the way and I spill all over myself. <laughs> but uh, I like my drink cold. And if I buy a drink from somewhere, I like some ice for sure. But uh, some ice, really, really going out on a bold take with this ice thing, Yeti. Just some ice. My dad did the same thing. You guys aren't having a take here. You guys are just both like, I like the normal amount of ice. Did you know that in, uh, in a lot of places in Europe, including uh, Italy, 
in in France, I believe, oh, you have to ask for ice. You have to ask for ice. Like they serve they serve a drink without ice. Yeah, I would never. I couldn't do that. It has to do with the stipulation in the Nicene Creed when the Catholic Church was formed. Um, it had Jesus to Christ, do- Yeti. What was? That? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for yes ending, Chris. I was just trying to go somewhere to baffle okay. your dad. I thought this whole thing was about derailing the oh, show. Oh man, <laughs> I, I thought you were dropping some knowledge, and I was like, wow, no. that was quite a sentence. Okay. All right. Who here now I got to keep up. That, who here chews ice? I love chewing ice. My wife hates me for it. Yeah. Uh, but Yeti mentioned the when you take a swig of a drink with ice in it, it's just going smoothly, going smoothly, and all of a sudden all the ice yeah. falls and on your face. Everywhere. Yep. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that happens to me too, I have to admit. Chris, that reminds me of a folly you had. Yeah. Dad, we'll get to your stuff later. Greg, your son missed out on a great opportunity. He was interviewing uh, Ben Schwartz. Who uh who I, I I learned of him through Parks and Rec and uh, he was talking about improv and Ben just like asked Chris like in, genuinely do you do improv and Chris goes no yeah <laughs> and I was like oh you could have t- <laughs> that was your chance well I like our show does improv like I could say that our show is improv no but your like, chance was to improv and just lie and just improv with him about like about a night you had with your friend you know like, oh like, just, like you're saying I should have yes I should have just been like dude I not only do I improv I right, right yeah me and my friend Alex we go out to this you know this this club and my not he wouldn't know you could just make up a club oh I was right. I was so sad for you I do Wednesday nights at this improv and I like I could have like done a whole thing yeah I didn't even think about yeah you could have really bullshitted yeah and we had this crazy thing the other day or be like yeah one time I actually spent some time with Adam McKay and we improv for like in his house yeah. for like 45 minutes. You know? The funny thing is, is I have done that. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the bit we did on, uh, oh man, did, did I just reveal that that was, did I just reveal that that was fake? <laughs> it is like, pre- I like always go with the self-deprecating route. He like asked me about my improv and I think I said something like, oh no, I, I'm, I've done nothing. But instead, like I could have been like, actually I've done stuff with Adam McKay. I'm on the Levitard show. Like, I'm always so I'm always so self-deprecating. You just gave your finger a very vigorous lick, Greg. Did I? Yes. He's just mad that he hasn't gotten to get whatever. Go go ahead, Dad. Do your show. <laughs> I love the idea. How terrible would our reviews be if we just did not let Greg speak the entire time? Yeah. Oh, that would be more hate than I want to deal with. First of all, when people talk about doing improv, they do mean before a live audience. I don't think they can. Cons- I don't think most people consider doing a podcast to be improv or, or riffing riffing with any of your friends to be improv. Yeah, but I think our show, not always, but like a couple times a week, we'll get down a down a rabbit hole of a bit where it's like, what's the joke? I got ten seconds to think of a line. Like, I'm not saying it's improv. I'm saying that our show is as close to improv as you can get. Okay, you may be right. Um, Michael, your your dear brother, would actually be pretty good on this subject because he has performed improv in front of an audience, albeit a small one, and actually, you know, has has gone to he's gone to class learning the rules of improv and actually, you know, what not to do during improv and how to get from one place to another and everything. So no, my brother is, is has taken and completed classes, improv classes, and we've gone and watched him. Right. And and he and he has performed in front of now it's a small audience of family and friends and everything. A small it's, audience. Yeah. It's probably, you know, these 30 or 40 people. We've been there watching them live. <laughs> I love the way that Greg says we've he says like he says we've it's so like instead of we've been to a few of his shows, it's we've, we've been to a few I, I noticed it in recording the uh the Nelly's Diner jingle actually. 
you we've been around for how many ever years but like when editing your voice you're like we've been we've been I was like, <laughs> really it's oh, an interesting way of wow. saying it i never heard my voice say we've instead of we've i don't think you need a heart either i think we've is good we've done that before <laughs> Now, been there, done that. As I continue to grab the steering wheel of this episode and let my dad get to nothing in his okay, I'm going to take meeting. it back. I'm going to take it back in a minute because um, big things are happening. I want to talk about you writing a column that called messy. It was one of your, and I think you said one of your most most clicked columns in recent months. Yes. Of hey, Inter Miami, let us talk to Messi. We haven't heard from him. He's the biggest star around here right now. Yes. Let us hear from him because he hadn't spoken since like his introductory post conference, I believe. So you wrote this column and then they deliver. Greg Cody's column has been heard less. How long, how long after your column did they announce that he was going to speak to the media? It was six days later. Right after the traction had really gotten going. And by the way, um, I have to say, yes, I'm, I'm, I want to take a victory lap on that, even though, you know, they probably didn't even read the column. It was probably totally coincidental. But Yeti, a Yeti and, and, and audience Yeti, just so you guys know, there's something good coming here. Okay. <laughs> the audience is thinking it's about time. But listen, uh, first of all, he did not do an introductory press conference. He has been here for two months without ever. Sp- the only time we have heard his voice was in that thing, the big reveal where yeah, they where brought he, him on he grabbed the mic and right. he grabbed the mic and literally said, hey, thrilled to be here, spoke for 30 seconds. That was it. Right. This press conference was the first time he has ever properly sat down and fielded questions from professional journalists. So this was a, the first press conference two months later. And in the column, I'm like, can you imagine the Heat sign LeBron James? And two months later, he still hasn't spoken to the media. It was patently ridiculous. And they needed to do something. And they finally did. Thank you, Greg Cody. Thank right. you. Now, I imagine after this column, you had a front row seat at the press conference because you know greg cody demanded that he speak greg cody a journalist wants to write columns where he can quote lionel messi so tell us about the press conference dad (laughs) okay first of all why would you say why would you say that (laughs) big grin on your face (laughs) no i'm just saying saying because i'm like i'm just imagining like a red carpet for you a front row seat like you must everyone must have been like good column cody you got us here like what did what did the people say there Okay, I did not attend the press conference. (laughs) I don't find that nearly as strange or as funny as you But you you made this happen, Greg. Audience, drink that in. That's the thing I was promising you. Okay. (laughs) All right, listen. You can think it's hilarious. I I don't even find it unusual. This was a very limited press conference. The Miami Herald was limited to one. Oh, you're full of it. You could have gone. No, the Miami Herald was limited to one writer, and that was should have been and was Michelle Kaufman, who does a great job covering Inter-Miami for the Herald. There were 50 journalists there, I read. Yeah, there were 50. You could have been there, Dad. Then why didn't Michelle get him to, to, to have a press conference? Why didn't she write a column pressuring him? I don't know. Uh, she's uh, uh, She covers the team as a beat, not as a column writer. I do it as an orange. The main reason. What? <laughs> What'd you say? She covers the team as a beat, you said. I cover it as an orange. Oh, funny. Okay. A little journalism humor there. Okay. There's your dad joke of the week. Seriously. It is ridiculous and hilarious that you call him out for not speaking to the media and then don't show up. I guarantee you Mike Cuno and Will Manso were hooting it up. 
They were like, did you see Cody's column? And now Cody's not here. What the? Like, okay, it, they, they probably weren't there either. What I wrote was legit. I don't need to be there. I didn't <laughs> need to be there. I texted, look, if, if we want to get into the weeds, I texted Michelle the day before just to make sure she was gone. Dad, you could have both gone. You're the Miami no, Herald no. for Inner Miami. Dad, Dad, um, don't fight me on this. I will, I will, I, I, I could text the PR people for the Inner Miami right now. You could okay. have got, don't make me, don't make me do this. Like you, Go if ahead, you wanted them. to be there, you could have been there. Do it. You want me to text her right now and say, could my dad have come to the messy? Uh, you want me to no, text? I mean, what's that's what point? I mean. You're full of it. If I text her right now, she will say, of course he could have. Why would it like, if, if I say she will think, oh my God, does Greg think he couldn't have come? Like, of course he could have. Okay. The point is uh, <laughs> I wrote a good column that was extremely well-timed. Uh, the column uh, got results. It's a great call. And then you just don't show up. I didn't write. I wasn't <laughs> writing that day. You you don't understand journalism or schedules. I was not writing that day. It's the faux outrage. It's the thing whenever you're on here and you like you give a take, I'll be like, you don't even really care. Like you didn't really care that he wasn't talking to the media. You just thought it was a clever column. And it was a good column for you, right? Didn't it get you a good amount of clicks? That's what I mean. It's a great column because it's like, it's a real, it's not just like saying Messi's great. It's like, of it's, you know, coming at the team a little bit. It's my most read column in the last few months. Well, tell me you at least got audio from the press conference. I think he spoke. I think he, he spoke it. Let's hear that actually. Okay. And then I'll run it through our totally accurate and natural sounding Greg Cody show translator. Okay. First, I'd like to thank Greg Cody, whose Miami Herald column convinced Inter Miami to finally let me speak to the public. I constantly find myself inspired by his words and stories, especially those about 1440. Mr. Cody, will you please stand up? That kind of thing. I salute Greg's Lobos and wish them well this fantasy season. Many of you have asked about my pre-match rituals. I have a few, but none as effective as listening to the Greg Cody show with Greg Cody during warm-ups. I love that show so much that I even listen to it when warming up for other things. Baby, nothing sets the mood quite like three facts, Jack, and you know it. The move to enter Miami has introduced me to an elevated level of fashion. I've found that I love Western-style pearl button shirts and anything from the selection at shop.thegregcodyshow.com. I'm proud of the success we've had so far and there are many great things to come. Right now we have our party hats on. Will I sign a contract extension and stay here beyond the next two seasons? You never know. Now put a Lobos mint under all your pillows and dream big. Good night, everyone. Gracias, Leo. Muchas gracias a todos. Thank you so much. <laughs> all right, listen. Good job, Greg. If I, that, if you I should, knew, that now are you regretting not being there? If I knew Lionel Messi was going to give me my props <laughs> and, and be the band leader and the master of ceremony for my victory lap, I absolutely would have been there. I would have been on the dais right next to him with my arm on his shoulder. I'll tell you that. What do you what do you regret more? Not going to Zach Thomas's induction or the messy press conference? Uh, probably both. You know, I have a lot of regrets. When you live as long as I do, you get a lot of regrets. I was surprised to hear that last week in the episode. I wasn't there for that part of the recording. Like when right. you were just like, I regret that. I was wrong. I was just like, oh my God, what's who is this guy? No, it's it, you know, not to not to retrod that ground, but I did I, every time I thought back to it, I I sort of was shaking my head inwardly and like, I didn't play that right. You know, 
What does an inward shaking of the head look like? I'm kidding. It's just it, it was petty. It was Maybe. petty of me. And uh, I don't mean Tom Petty. It was the bad kind of petty. Petty Blanc. Yeah, that's right. Petty Blanc. That's right. So, uh, yeah, whatever. But uh, but but Messi came through for me. I didn't even know he listened to our podcast. It's very gratifying. Thank you, Leo. Leo. Can I call you Leo? Thank you. Keep up the good work. By the way, speaking of Messi, um, later in the show, we're going to talk about uh, how Inter Miami and Messi did in the League's Cup championship game Saturday night. We're also going we to talk about it right now. Eight goals. Can't believe he scored eight goals. Yeah. Eight goals in one quarter. That was even though quarter soccer doesn't have quarters. It was amazing. Um, Why? <laughs> Improv. <laughs> yeah. We can't talk about it right now because it hasn't happened. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, that's why. Okay. Yeah, we're going to talk about that later after it has happened. We're going to reconvene. We're going to bring in Morgan from Australia to talk about who won England, Spain. We're going to talk about all kind of stuff later. Who won? Who won? <laughs> says my late mother. Who won? Who won England, Spain? Um, you know, I, I know, but I'm not going to spoil it for everybody. So uh, it's pretty clear who won. Come on, wink, wink. Are you kidding me? The fix is on. No, I'm just kidding. It was a perfectly legal match. It was uh, it was a rout, as you expected it would be. but um. Hey, that kind of thing. <laughs> All right. You know what I have? I have 25-year-old photos that I saw for the first time the other day. We talked last week about how I, you know, I had unearthed a bunch of really old film canisters. And so I'm going to show them to you. Uh, Christopher, I'm going to show you a photo of Michael. And I want you to guess how old he is in this photo. And that will tell us, uh, by, by use of math, that will tell us how old this film canister was. Just show me the picture. Christ, man. Here we go. Oh, dang. Um, I'm not great with this type of thing. He looks to me, Yeti having young kids could probably help as much as me. He looks like he's seven. I was going to guess 10 at the oldest. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I thought seven or eight. Between, yeah. So we're all in the same neighborhood. So basically this is, and he's 31 now, 32. He was born in 80. He was born in 91. Okay. So this is, you know, it, it's 2000. It's around film, Y2K. Basically. That, that's probably he's probably nine. <laughs> and and here's another one, our old neighbor and friend. Dad, who's this interesting to? <laughs> You're showing Anthony Alvarez on a <laughs> like and wow, listen. Anthony Alvarez catching a stray. Who is this interesting to? <laughs> no, I'm just Anthony Alvarez would be like, why are they on the Greg Cody show? Just like he's not okay. saying anything about him. He doesn't say his name. He just goes and look. Here's our neighbor. That's right. And <laughs> and that I want you to close your eyes and imagine that as an experience. Close your you eyes. Yeah, close your eyes. Dad, close your eyes. You're listening to a podcast right now. Close your eyes. Okay. Right. Here's a picture of our neighbor. And then just yeah, silence. Use, <laughs> use your imagination, audience. Imagine what our neighbor looked like 25 years ago. Okay. This is a roll of 25 color prints. 22 of them did not come out at all. Oh, wow. Or, or were totally useless. Three came out. I just. Thank God we you. got that one of Anthony. Okay. The third one that came out was me walking into my kitchen holding a bottle of beer. And those are the only three photos that, that came out of a 25-year-old. Of course you have a beer in your hand. That's just perfect. I know. It's, it's, it sort of embarrassed me that I did, but uh, it's a fact of life. How old would I have been then? I would have been in my early 40s. So that's it? You got three pictures? Yeah, that's it. I, I realize that's sort of anticlimactic, but... Um, I was really hoping for something more. I was very excited for this. So excited. I forgot about it by Wednesday, but I, I remembered on Wednesday that I was excited about it. You should have closed with Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> well, Michael looked so cute, didn't he? Oh, my gosh. He was super cute at that age. Uh, beautiful hair as well. But I want to thank somebody. Um, 
I want to show one more thing. This is a Tumblr with the Greg Cody Show logo on it. Hey, that's a nice Tumblr. Yeah, it is. And it was sent to me by a fan of the show, a fan named Andrew. And um, it turns out their company makes engraved gifts like this one. So check them out at aneedcorp.com, A-N-E-E-D-C-O-R-P, if you want to patronize them. Guess mine got lost in the mail. I guess it did. Yeah. You know, what can I tell you? Um, can we talk about how you're insecure about turning 69? You can you can ask me whatever you'd like. <laughs> we are less than a month away. We we just like we were talking off air recently and there was a reference to 69 and you pushed back and I was like, oh, I get it. He doesn't want this. And before you spoke out on why you're you, you like instead of saying, you know, I don't want the sexual reference. You're like, can we not do the age thing? So <laughs> it was just funny to me that you're more insecure about you're turning 69 and, and you're just not looking forward to the year of every every time someone knows how old you are they go huh yeah there's always going to be some sort of a joke right i mean it's just like it's the most embarrassing age to turn what's a more embarrassing wow. number than 69 in terms of people feeling like they need to smirk or make some comment well obviously that's the only one where you'll get a smirk or a comment but i just do like the question of what is the worst age to turn I don't know if there's a worst age. I mean, I'm not embarrassed about getting old. I'm, I am I just don't, you know, 69 is the worst age to be. How can we let kids turn 13? That's true. They should skip that like elevators do That's... in uh, hotels. <laughs> it's just like, I get it, I guess, because the 14-year-olds would know how old they really are. But That's the same thing with hotels. Like, hey, f hey, help. Right. you think you're on a lucky floor? Floor 14? Yeah, exactly. You think you are? You think you, you think you're just like great? Like you think like it's just tragedy hiding in plain sight. You know, more yeah. murders happen on the 14th floor than any other floor in hotels. Look it up. Exactly. And and speaking of skipping the year 13, I've always thought this. We are we're all a year older than we think, because obviously our first birthday is the day we're born. Wow. We celebrate our first birthday a year later when we're actually that's our second birthday. So you're 70 right now is what you're saying. I, I'm turning 70. You are completing your 69th year. Right. Your 69 is coming to completion. Correct. Oh. And you know it, baby, and you know it. Thank you for that. Wow, where'd that come from? My penis. Okay, magic. Um, yeah, so anyway. So anyway, let's never mention again that I'm turning 69. Not that I... Oh, shit. Here it comes again. And you know it, baby, and you know it. And you know it, baby, and you know it. Right that's, on. That's, that's quick for me, back to back. Okay. <laughs> I have to um, complain about something uh, because I, that's my nature is to complain. I bought a new bowling ball today for the first time in, I would say, 35 to 40 years. Oh, my God. Here we go. It was way more expensive than it was in 74. Like, what are it we doing? It was here? ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> you used to be able to get a good bowling ball for 35, 50 bucks. <laughs> now, I spent almost $400 today to get two balls drilled. To, to buy a ball and to get two balls drilled and to buy a bag and a couple of shoes. Did it come with a that kind of thing? I wish it had. <laughs> it, 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 if it came with a guarantee that I would average 150, oh, oh I thought spend we were a thousand bucks. <laughs> Thought you were going somewhere else with that. Like if well, it came with if it came with a happy ending, now we're talking. Oh, okay. In a bowling sense, I did mean that. And here's another thing about bowling. <laughs> Okay, and honestly, on my life, this surprised me. I found out about it just this week. I was shocked by it. Nobody uses the third bowling hole anymore. <laughs> Nobody uses their thumb. Right on. No one uses three fingers anymore is the right, joke. Right, that's what I mean. And you know it, baby, and you know it. 
Everybody's ball has two holes in it. Mine still has three. I'm defiant. I have not given up on my. You're thumb. still going three fingers deep. Oh boy. Uh, damn right. I'd use four if they let me. Didn't me? I'd use all five fingers. I'd have five holes in my ball if they let me. Oh baby. Okay, and then Put I find out. <laughs> a five-finger bowling ball is funny. You should just ask him to drill five <laughs> holes in it. That would be great. You think you would? <laughs> I call it the just oven mitt. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an expensive joke. Or by the way. ten <laughs> holes. You have like a ten-finger ball. <laughs> <laughs> so you can granny. <laughs> I should. <laughs> but anyway, thank you, Rob Camito of Scalia's Pro Shop. For uh, hooking us up. What's with all the free promotion today? Is what I'm wondering. You know, I'm a I'm a giving man. I'm a giving man. If like Scalia's, if, you, if you'd also like an engraved cup, go to babblepdub.com. <laughs> you know what? If Scalia's wants to advertise on our podcast, we'd love to have him. Yeah, we do. Matter of fact, I may mention that to Rob. He and I are close friends now, uh, having met earlier today. <laughs> so I have a quick callback to um we were hold discussing on. in the hold last on, Dad, episode. Dad, I gotta take a piss. We'll hold it here, Chris. I'll hold it myself. Thank you. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Dad. Yeah. When you're using the luxurious Sheets and Giggles sheets on your luxurious Sheets and Giggles mattress, are you sure. still sleeping with your legs crisscross applesauce? I do. Yeah, very much so. I That's how be- I begin all my nights. I sleep <laughs> cross-legged. I do. It's just very comfortable for me. And the sheets fit perfectly even when you sleep as odd as anyone I've ever heard? Oh, they adapt like crazy. They They suit me. Uh, it's like I'm wearing a silk suit, even though they're not made out of silk. It feels like silk because they're such beautiful material. It, it, it doesn't actually feel like silk at all, actually. It feels like the delightful eucalyptus just making me feel cool yet comfort, comforted all at the same time. Sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg. Promo code Morgan. So apparently, there's a World Cup that just ended. We're going to talk about that shortly. And uh, But Morgan is still... Doing her thing. I think Sheets and Giggles, she was looking for like a hotel stay and they swooped in this past week and was just like, hey, Morgan, we're the coolest company ever. We got you. So, hey, if you out there right now, if you like Morgan from Australia, if you support what she's doing with Sheets and Giggles with us, show this company love this week and let them feel the support so they keep doing cool stuff like this. Go right now. Send us your screenshots. We'll retweet them. You know what? Boom, we're doing it again. A watch. We're going to do a, a, a Zoom hangout with anyone who sends us their screenshot this week. 
sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg, promo code Morgan. Buy anything using promo code Morgan. Screenshot it. Send it to us. We're doing a Zoom hangout. Morgan will be there. We're having a good time. Come on. If you love, I know there's a lot of Morgan lovers out there. Support Morgan. Support us. Support Sheets and Giggles. Sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg, promo code Morgan. And I will not spell it for you because it's universal. That's true. There's no other way to spell Morgan. And by the way, we're going to do that Zoom hangout right after Christopher sleeps overnight in his backyard to pay <laughs> off that year old bet. So uh, we're looking, we're all. What? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, we lost him, folks. He's coughing. He's doing everything he can to avoid 69. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh. I can't laugh that hard or else I cough. Um, all right. So. Last week, we were talking about cover versions of songs, whether they're good, whether they suck. And I heard on Sirius XM, I heard what I think must be among the most unlikely covers of a popular song imaginable. Okay. Who knows the the old school harmony group, the Oak Ridge Boys? Yeah. No. I can't tell you off the top of my head exactly what they sing, but I know the name for sure. Okay. You, you, you would know their big hit, Elvira? Yeah. Elvira. Yeah. yeah. yeah I know yeah. that song. They're a great harmony group, um, almost like the uh, country version of the Beach Boys or something in terms of harmonizing. So this is a country station, naturally, but the song they're covering is Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes. Mm, that could be interesting. That's cool. Almost. In, in fact, I would love you to play a brief snippet of the Oak Ridge Boys covering Seven Nation Army. I will give you eight seconds. Good. Okay. I think it's pretty damn great. When I first saw that that this group was covering that song, I thought it would be just beyond horrible. I think it's fantastic. I think it's it's a it's a traditional rendition of it, but it also is is unmistakably country. It accentuates their great harmonies. I just think it was great. I think it's the worst thing I've ever heard. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. You don't. Yeah, I do. Okay. I'm just saying that because I haven't listened to it yet because we're recording this and then Yeti's going to put it in post. <laughs> hey, show of hands. Who wants to hear dad jokes? We actually have to go. Yeah. Oh, you know what? We don't have time. You know what? Yeah, it looks like I derailed us enough. No, we got time. And we don't have time. No, dad, that's it. All right. Well, let's go. No, no, we're good, dad. We're good. No, dad jokes. Dad, we don't want them. Number three. Dad, we nobody wants these. Number three. Which animal is the leader of the mafia? Go ahead. The Don Key. God, I was, I was looking for the Tony <laughs> Soprano joke. What part of a fish weighs the most? <laughs> Whatever. The scales. Ah, not bad. I mean, it's not funny at all. I'm just staring at you. But yes, okay, that's clever. Where do dads store their dad jokes? This is, I hate this. In the database. All right. Oh, that one sucks. Boo. And now, Three Facts Jack. Nope, not doing it. On to the next part of our podcast. We'll talk to you in a little bit. Three Facts Jack. Nope, bye. (laughs) No. I am doing Three Facts Jack in this episode. No, you're not. By the end of the podcast, I will have done Three Facts Jack. All right, we'll see about that. I'm going to try to keep derailing you, but. All right, well, you've succeeded so far. Annoying. Messy. Holy shit. (laughs) We just spoke a few minutes ago before we had the results of what he did. 
Yes. And, and and by the way, I want to thank him again for all the kind things he said to me. Oh, at that my press God. Conference. Just thank wow. You, Leo. I, I can't believe he dedicated that much time of his press conference to you and yeah. for you to not even be there. I mean, Jesus, <laughs> the disrespect. <laughs> and who, who knew that he was listening to the Greg Cody show when you would see the AirPods in his ear pregame? I had no idea. But, you know, now I got to take a little credit for all this goal run he's on and Ten goals in seven games is an amazing number at any level against any opponents. What an amazing run. And now Inter-Miami has won the League's Cup, which, you know, it's it's not the World Cup. I'm not overselling the tournament, but it's a nice trophy and, and the first trophy in the history of Inter-Miami. So it's a big deal. It was just so cool to get to, like, see them do that with the confetti. Like, I'm trying to explain to my wife, like, this is so cool that he yeah. has just come here and brought us this. And, you know, she's totally indifferent about it. And it's just, you ever do this thing when, like, your wife and you are watching something that your wife doesn't care anything about? So you're yeah. kind of talking the whole time to her like you would be if there was, like, a friend there. And she's right. just like saying all the noise, making all the noises just to appease me when right. she could care less. I'm like standing up. I'm like living and dying with every PK. And right. She's just like, yeah, way, woo, messy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to placate your Goalies enthusiasm. I get shooting it. Shooting PKs. I haven't seen that a lot. No, that's true. But but they do that. And and so uh, Drake Calder. If you didn't see it, if you didn't see it, messy and then. Inter Miami went versus Nashville in this championship game, final game, made it into PKs, and they went into overtime where they were using everyone on the field. By the end, the goalies were kicking PKs. Our goalie made it, and it was up to their goalie with that ridiculous protective hat to try to right. score and keep it going. And our goalie blocked their goalie, and that's how it ended. Just, I mean, yeah. the goalie. I mean, I know it's all the me it's the story of Messi, but just really cool, really cool of Messi to call over DeAndre Yedlin because a big part of being a captain for a team is you're the one that gets to go grab the trophy and right. bring it over to your squad to do like the lift thing. Yes, and Messi grabbed it, but Messi also like gave Yedlin the the call over, and him and Yedlin kind of walked it over to the team. So that no, was that's... that was a slight. Uh, I've been critical before of the teammate that Messi is because you can see that the other guys feel the pressure of him. So I, it was a cool moment. That was just a little thing that I was just like, okay, he's at least conscious of his teammates a little bit here. So that it, was cool. It was a nice gesture. I saw the same thing. And parenthetically, DeAndre Yedlin is the only member of Inter-Miami who's on the U.S. national team, which is sort of neat. So yeah. he's going to have some big matches uh, in the lead-up to the Men's World Cup. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, the League's Cup is, is a nice trophy to have won, and there's more ahead. Now this week they're playing um, Cincinnati, another MLS team, in the semifinal of the U.S. Open Cup. And then they have uh, uh, the resumption of their – uh, MLS regular season next weekend. And and they now, with Messi, anything is possible. That's what South Florida has learned in the past month. Anything is possible now. So Inter-Miami's in last place in the MLS standings with 12 games to play. And with Messi, anything is possible. They can not only still make the playoffs, but if they make the playoffs, watch out. It was wild seeing the broadcaster's reaction to that. You know what I yeah. mean? Like They were just like, holy crap, this is cool. And Messi, I could hug him. You know who else I could hug? Morgan from Australia. Look at All right. Transition. How's it going, yeah, Morgan? Hey, guys. Nice. Congrats. Hi, Morgan. I heard you won the World Cup with Messi. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like it.
It it does. It feels like it. It's it's the league's cup, which is uh, probably a minor cup. In, hey, in, in a hundred in... years, this will be a respected cup. All right, That's just true. give it time. Right, give it yes, time. Yes, only... Messi's going to put some respect on tournament. that cup's name. Yeah, yeah, he did. Messi just exactly. did wonders for that cup. So, Morgan, yeah. you were at the final, right? At the Spain England final. Yeah, yeah, I was. I was there. It was very fun. It was. It was nice to be at a game. And not have my heart in my mouth every time the ball moved. Um, it's a shame that we couldn't be a part of the final, but uh, it was a really good game, and Spain were excellent. Yeah. Now, Morgan, you sound down, like right there. Just that little paragraph you just did sounds. Yeah. But I want. I want to flip this. Like we need to take some positives here. Give me the the positive outlook. Like you have to be feeling good in general, like as a whole, looking at this tournament from the broad scope. I know it hurts when you're in the game. This was a good World Cup for Australia, no? I think that we've shown ourselves on the world stage to be players. And I think that's something that we can look back on and be really proud of. Um, We hosted a really excellent World Cup. Um, It went off without a hitch. Fans, players, everyone has raved about how wonderful this World Cup has been, the most successful Women's World Cup of all time. Um, The fan turnout was incredible. Uh, the viewership was out of this world, especially locally. We had 17 million people watch the final. Only 22 million people live here. Like, it's just incredible what what football has done, what the Matildas have done for football here and done for women's sport. And there is no championship or no medal or anything like that that can be put up against the legacy that these women have left. I think that's why, you know, I'm, I'm a critic of FIFA on a lot of levels, but I think FIFA was brilliant to give this World Cup to Australia, to, to that continent, because it's so much potential. You know, FIFA is seeing a country that's obsessed with rugby, and wow, all of a sudden we're going to put the World Cup of soccer there, and guess what? People are going to fall in love with soccer in that country. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. I think that we've shown on any occasion that football can bring us together as a nation and people will turn up at 3am in the middle of winter in Melbourne to watch soccer and if you just give us the opportunity, we'll turn up and we'll love the game and we'll give back to the game as much as it can give to us. In saying that, we've never had the opportunity to really follow a team that's been successful. So this has been our opportunity to show that we will be there if they are. And so in that aspect, it's been magnificent. Dad, Spain winning kind of ruins your Cinderella story, right? Wasn't it Australia? Morgan was fighting for Australia. You were fighting for the England story. So you're both a bunch of losers. I'm the Spain guy here. So remember, I picked them to win their opening match. Yeah, uh, yeah, you really went out of the limb there. I'm just saying, I I was on this Spain thing before anybody. Yeah, We're just three countries here, (laughs) three country supporters here, you know, and one of us is a winner. Sorry about that. Well, I I was rooting for England. I was rooting for England for the sole reason that uh, that they had finished in the top four both of the previous World Cups and fell short. So I thought it was it felt like their year, but Spain was the better side clearly. I mean, yeah, they, that's the thing about England. They they always feels like their year. That's the kind of delusion that they're fed. It always feels like their time. That's why they like football's coming home, but right. it's never coming home. <laughs> Ouch. That had to hurt in Great Britain. Yeah. Um, so for anyone that is in Great Britain, like the Ashes are not coming home in the women's cricket and the men's cricket. The Netball World Cup's not coming home and the Football World Cup is not coming home. So okay. Well, th- there you have unfortunate. it. Unfortunate. 
And and I I assume by what I'm hearing that you were probably rooting for Spain. Um, I kind of wanted a meteor to drop in the middle of the field. Okay. Um, <laughs> Not like, killing like, anyone. Let's get that. No, clear. no, 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 no. Just like just to like blow up the ball. Just delaying the game. Okay. okay. Yeah. Like I I just didn't feel like I wanted either of these. Like it's like better of the two evils. But right. I really I thought that Spain played a beautiful game. It was magic to watch. Wait, it already happened? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I knew that. I knew Spain won. Okay. I definitely didn't I, just I look it up. I was up early watching it live. I it was, was this morning? When was it? Um, it was, yeah, Spain. It just happened. Oh. Spain, uh, I thought they threw England off a little bit by defending so aggressively right in, in, in the English end. Like right in front of the – there were times when England could barely clear the ball out of their own goal <laughs> area because – they were defending so tightly back there. It was pretty interesting. Yeah. Strategy. And like Millie Bright didn't have nearly the amount of room that she normally has. Right. Um, I think the goal that was scored came at the hands of Lucy Bronze, who turned the ball over like just on midfield. And by the time she threw her hands up to protest, the ball was gone and she was nowhere to be seen. I think that as much as England did excellent to get where they were, not playing Lauren James to start with may have been a bad call. Lauren James really does give them an X factor. And I think that her incident that happened with the Nigerian player when she stood on her and was red carded, yeah. um, I think that they look back on that and over time and that could be a real reason why they lost the World Cup tonight. Yeah, I agree with you. I'd forgotten about that, but that was such a, a dirty play. It was such a breach of sportsmanship. You know, that's it, it had to be a very out of, A very out of character for Lauren James, too. As a Chelsea fan, that's not something that's ever in her game, and it was really sad to see, and I think it really did impact her moving forward. Morgan, we're going to let you go, and, and despite Wait, Dad, our I think ongoing... Morgan, I think Morgan wants to hang around for three facts, Jack. She's she's texted okay. me earlier. Oh. She's like, God, I wouldn't want nothing yeah. more in the world okay, than to well, be great. part of three I, facts. I, great. Like, I'm here for the, I come for the World Cup, stay for three facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah Okay, yeah. great. Well, here we go, then. Cue wow. the music. This is super exciting. There are three things that interest him, so sit right back for three facts, Jack. Okay, we don't even have the music. It's been cued, Dad. It's a podcast. Okay, we do that. We're going to have a small time operation, are we here? Number three. Even when they're on strike, actors are called thespians because the man credited for inventing the art form was named Thespis. Jeff from ancient Thespian. Greece. Before Thespis, stage performers generally told stories from their own perspectives. Thespis, a poet, changed the game by being the first to tell stories by playing a character. His work in 6th century BCE also led to the groundbreaking development of the Greek tragedy, a form that influences storytelling in theater to this day. Thank you, Thespis. Just like, wow. keep it, just keep it tight. Just, just give us the guy's name. The guy who made it the rest of us. I, you, I was like happy with it after like two sentences, okay. and you just kept going and you okay. lost me. Go right. on. Num number two is even longer. Number two, the caramel popcorn snack Cracker Jack started Christ. when German immigrant Frederick Ruckheim and his younger brother, Lewis, started selling bricks of popcorn out of a small office in Chicago in the 1890s. The brand became iconic when immortalized in the 1908 song, Take Me Out to the Ball Game. When World War I saw anti-German sentiment rise in America and hurt sales, Cracker Jack rebranded patriotically with red, white, and blue packaging and the famous illustration of the cute boy in a sailor's cap. Well, that boy was founder Ruckheim's grandson. The child would die of pneumonia at age eight, and his image remains on the product to this day as a memorial. 
This should just wow. be called long-winded Wikipedia pages. Like, okay. what are you, like, it's just like, if I Google Wikipedia for Cracker Jacks, read the first paragraph. Okay. Like, Chris, okay. Chris is not here for three facts, Cracker Jack. Uh, I mean, it, okay. wow, that's actually the joke. Three facts, Cracker Jacks. That's good. I like that. Thank you, Morgan. I'm, I'm, my, hand is on my, my hand is on my heart right now, and I can swear on my life that none of these three facts, Jack, came from Wikipedia. I'm just saying it's what it sounds like. So it's there. Long-winded, just number only, one. Like, the least interesting parts number about Cracker one. Jacks. Okay. Number one, according to separate published studies of rats, the rodent most of us find reprehensible have two endearing traits. Number one, rats have rhythm and actually bob their heads up and down to music. <laughs> Number two, rats love to be tickled and emit a giggling sound too high-pitched to be detected by human ears. There you go. That's Wow, is that, why they, is that why they called him the Rat Pack? That, um, the Rat Pack Jack. Very there, good. Full circle. <laughs> I mean, that is a good one, Dad. See, a dancing, well, thank you. dancing rat, they like to be tickled. That's short, quick, okay. funny. It's not a long-winded, just like. Okay, so so I I went one for three on the three facts, Jack. Is that right? You're like what? Yeah, what batting average is that? I would say it's like if we're going back to previous games, though, it's probably like one for nine. If we're being honest, yeah, it's okay. right. You're at three thirty-three, right. aren't you? Yeah, yeah right. wow. I had a good Morgan's game. Morgan's good. Can't get nothing by Morgan. Three thirty-three. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, wombats are super fast, and on there that note, Morgan, thank you for all your great work. The past I'm month, I like your, I like your facts. Wombats are really fast. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. You got me on that one. Sheetsgiggles.com/slash/greg. Promo code Morgan. Support everything Morgan's done. Uh, we already did our whole spiel earlier, but I just want to give him one more plug at the end. Come on, guys. Right. I've supported Morgan. If, Morgan, if, right? If, if I can just have one second. Yeah. This has been an absolute dream. Um, I've. Lived it up the last couple of weeks. Thanks to Sheets and Giggles. Thanks to you guys. Thanks to my little cameo spot on the Dan Lebertard show. Um, it has been an incredible ride. Um, something I could only have ever dreamed of and didn't deserve. But you deserve I, it. But I took a chance and I really thank you all for supporting me. For the lovely people who have reached out to me the last couple of weeks. I can't thank you enough. I get very emotional. Um, it's been amazing. So thank you. No, you've That's crushed great. it, Morgan. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for everything you've done for us. This, here's to Morgan. Yes, yeah, here's to Morgan. Too. Thank Dad, you. Clap too. Thank Dad, you. Dad, clap over the Yeah, zone. I'm thank clapping. You. Okay. Yeah. All, right. All right. And I loved your facts. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks guys. We're thinking right. of renaming it Three Facts Morgan because of how good yeah, you've been. Yeah, I think you should. Okay. It just uh, doesn't like, see, uh, Okay. <laughs> Next week it will be three facts Morgan for one week. It will just have okay, a one that's, week. That's right. Next week we're going to make it three facts Morgan for one week. All right. I'll, I'll see if I can help you out with some facts. Yeah. Seriously, right? help him produce this segment because I need to. Because it's just <laughs> we're, okay. we're, we're getting to it. We're, we're, right, Morgan, we're getting Thanks, to guys. it. Bye. Bye. All right. Thanks, Morgan. Good episode. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm done though. Okay. We got to wrap it up, right? Well, that's this is me ending the episode. So go oh, ahead, do that's it. That's you wrapping it up. Rap, yeah. rap, rap. They call us the rapper. Okay, thank you, Morgan. Thanks to whatever the hell else we talked about. Again, Thanks to Messi for calling you Messi. out. Like, how embarrassed are you that he calls you out midway through? Greg Cody, please stand and take a bow. I know, but he did so with intending to praise me. So, you know, I'm going to say, you know believe, what I'm going to do? I can't believe what a diehard he is. Like, if yeah. you're if you're dropping in and we have our party hats on, you're you're a regular listener. Right. I'm going to send Messi a dozen roses. I got to find out what color he prefers. And uh, I don't assume red, believe me. 
But anyway, I digress. Thank you, podcast family, as always. That kind of thing. And we'll see you next week. How's your calf feeling? We're about to go bowling, me and you. You know what? It's funny you should say that. I looked up hamstring exercises. I googled Googled what to do to prevent hamstring injuries. (laughs) And I have a great exercise that I've already done a little bit this morning. I'm going to do it again at the bowling alley. And I'm do hell like, bent and determined not to get another stretch, hamstring. Don't just stretch that one muscle. Stretch your like you know like give give all the arms a twirl. Get the wake twirling the back it. Up. The the yeah. idea is to stretch these things before, not just pull them and then be like, how do I do that? How do I stretch that I thing? It's a, it's a very good point. I don't have a personal trainer. Come on now. It's just called life. That kind of thing. That kind of thing. All right. See you at the bowling alley.